Namaste. I welcome you all to the 63rd session of Guru Bodha with Dr. M. B. Guraja sir and Dr. Rakram sir. Uh, okay. Uh, I dedicate this and all of my works at the uh, feet of Dr. H. Chandrasekhar Udupa. Uh, Dr. M. B. Guraja sir runs Dhala Pentacare Ayurveda Treatment Center. He's a uh, uh, to consult him or to get his guidance, go to easyarveda.com slash gururaja. Uh, Dr. Raghuram sir is a professor, author and <coughs> blogger at easyarveda.com and he uh, he can be con consulted for guidance, case, case guidance, etc. at easyarveda.com slash Raghuram. All the class, so this class is made live exclusively available to uh, weekly classes, subscribers, uh, you know, one of the big lessons that I learned from you was that uh, you know, I, I had referred a liver, you know, chronic liver cirrhosis case uh, to you, and you know, within ten days, uh, the client had you know ascites and he lost eight kgs, and you know, the fluid retention was uh, you know was drastically reduced. As much as Ayurveda medicines are you know wonderful and all, diet and lifestyle. Uh, especially in liver cases play a very large role definitely not only in uh, liver cases everywhere all sort of diseases see that is the what our beauty of uh, thing which is explained by our acharyas that is very typically agni and patya ama these are the three important things if ama is there then there will be a lot of lakshanas symptoms will be there if agni is proper ama will not be there so very typically this agni we need to keep up the agni of a person it may be Kaya Agni, it may be Mamsa, I mean Datwa Agni, or it may be even Bhuta Agni. That all Agnis should be in perfect condition. If Agni is proper inside, things will be continuously going. So we need to maintain that Agni. And if Agni is maintained properly, then there is no question of any Ama. And if there is no Ama, then there is no Lakshanas. So it is typically with that. So it's not only the medicines. Medicine plays its role, important role. But provided all the Chatushpadas with all these qualities, must be there and then there is a strict adherence to the principles laid down for each and every disease or each and every shrotas related diseases where Acharya has given a guidelines based on accordingly we need to alter in some conditions if it is required. If that is appropriately adopted definitely there will be conducive results and definitely there will be uh, you know you will have a very convincing uh, achievements uh, throughout the year with these type of diseases. And it may be very uh, typical skin condition, maybe liver disorders, or maybe even diabetes and its complications, whatever it may be. In all the things, Patya takes a very important place. So if Patya is taken properly, taken care of it, automatically the diseases will very fast lose their Bala. If Roga Bala reduces, then Rogi Bala increases. Very well said, sir. And so moving on to the topic is one of the wonderful uh, oils with, uh, it's called as 777 oil. The, the question is, any reason why they have avoided standard Thailapaka, meaning like standard method of cooking the oil, the fire, with which most of the Ayurvedic oils are prepared, and only the Surya Paka, meaning, or Aditya Paka, meaning on the coconut oil in the Sri Kutuja is kept and uh, kept under the sun for seven to ten days and it's cooked. Why that specific method has been explained? See, there are uh, typically the Acharyas have explained the different methods of preparing uh, Sneha Kalpanas, 
particularly with respect to oils when this aditya pakar banu pakar surya pakar whatever surya tapi or banu tapi the words have been explained if you find uh, uh, any preparations of that nature in the our text so you may get somewhere around 10 to 14 types of such preparations which are done under aditya pakar surya pakar and most of them are either taila or grutha like kasi sadhya grutha it is also there there is even aditya paka gugulu krutha is there and there is uh, kutajada taila is is there there are plenty of such preparations wherein it is used for this the, what may be the reason for that why they have avoided the regular taila paka instead of that they went for aditya paka I mean probably acharyas were wanted to make uh, sure that these ingredients which are used for the condition should come in contact with the oil medium or lipid medium for a longer duration but at a very very low temperature compared to uh, the temperature concerned is it is not like uh, if you even keep it on a mild fire also it will be much heat so they want a very low temperature maybe because of that the reason those materials present in that ingredients in the um, drugs which are used for this pack may be containing such type of photosensitive as well as such type of heat sensitive materials so probably because of that reason they might have been using this one the other thing is that maybe probably it's an hypothesis maybe probably there may be some uv radiation from the sunlight maybe intervening in somewhere in its cooking and maybe getting the benefit so using this banapaka thailand um, all these things and if you observe there where they have been extensively or intensively used almost all the these preparations are used for the skin conditions most of them are for the skin diseases so when you observe this so something which is should be given for the skin condition then the ingredient must come in contact with the oil medium or lipid medium for a longer duration maybe 7 days 10 days or 15 days 21 days something like that and with a very very mild temperature like directly heating uh, through the sunlight and of course in the presence of ultraviolet radiation from the sun rays maybe it is helping in um, clearly disintegrating and uh, coming uh, imbibing into the oil and this, those oils maybe is definitely supporting the condition so this is a very typical uh, method the acharyas have explained probably it suggests that how our acharyas are well aware of the fact that sun rays contains so many things which are good to the skin yeah so this is also a hypothesis and also a uh, possible question uh, guruja sir uh, clearly explained what is uh, the role of aditya paka here in some skin conditions uh, like pigmentation disorders and other conditions also uh, we allow the patients to apply the oil and get exposed to the sunlight and there may be some regions where uh, sunlight is not seen as bright sunlight or uh, even the heat of the sun for most uh, uh months of the year is not clearly evident so they can apply the oil but they don't find sunlight or uh, a sun heat to get exposed their body parts exposed as indicated so for such conditions already the oil prepared with the surya so that is the aditya paka by exposing it to the sunlight so possibly may help those people uh, to apply the oil where uh, they live in geographies like areas where sunlight is not bright or they do not get uh, Uh, pl- uh plenty of days uh, to expose to the sunlight so possibly i thought this could be one more point uh, thank you there sir and coming back to 777 oil and it is prepared with uh, 
Raitya Tinktoria or Street Kutaja. Your experience with the oil and uh, you know utility of this and more, Guraja sir. So, see, Raitya Tinktoria, Raitya Tomentosa is uh, we popularly understood it as Street Kutaja, and very typically it belongs to the family of Haposinasi and where um, the leaf of this plant is used extensively for uh, this preparation and almost many companies are producing this with containing Raitya Tinctoria. Some of them with Raitya Tinctoria along with that Manjista and Nimba are made as combination and some other they added Karanja as a combination. So, but most of the places where Raitya Tinctoria is there, that is the drug of choice for psoriasis or Kitiba Reka Kushta conditions. So, this psoriasis are where there is a ichthyosis also, like where there is a peeling of skin means where there is an extensive vata involved condition and the layers of skin getting separated and dried off and falling off in those uh, areas of uh, the domains like keratoderma, ichthyosis, or psoriasis, it may be pomoplantar psoriasis or scalp psoriasis, whatever it is, it falls under the category of in Ayurveda as either Ekakushta or Kitiba. In these conditions, definitely this triple seven oil or even Raitya oil, Soria oil, or um, Cutisora oil. There are plenty of companies with that content available in the market. So all these can be definitely useful. And I am also using these uh, type of oils in extensively in these conditions with a convincing result. The drug is widely accepted for its clinical efficacy. There are some clinical studies are also done on that. Like in one of the previous uh, Guru Buddha sessions, you said for the skin disease, usually coconut oil is preferred in many cases like we have nalpamaradi coconut oil even eladi keratalam etc in this also coconut oil is ex uh, used uh, typically usually 10 part of coconut oil is mixed with one part of leaf of raitya tinctoria and it's kept uh, for un under sunlight for 7 to 10 days uh, like you said, I mean, coconut oil is coolant, whereas our, you know, most of the default sesame oil that we use is hot. Probably this again uh, specifies to your point that uh, this being a, a coolant, it will also sort of protect and nurture the phytonutrients from the herbs and, you know, does not allow, uh, allow these volatile principles to go away. Uh, with the help of mild sunlight. Probably another reason would be the coconut oil is comparatively having a low boiling point or a melting point when compared to other oils. Uh, that's uh, maybe another reason they might have used it. We are just simply under sunlight and uh, very easily coconut oil melts. So because of that reason, becomes, it becomes a thin and as soon as it becomes a thin, then the contact with the oil and the ingredient will increase. Maybe the active area, surface area increases and that helps in the more and more uh, distillation or what you call it, uh, separation of the ingredients as supporting factors from the content to the oil. So maybe that is one of the reasons. And uh, probably that what I have observed is something which is uh, very easily we can use it for the skin condition. Usually the coconut oil is number one, followed by other oils. Of course, all the oils are good to the skin. But the first and foremost is coconut oil if it is using for the skin. The next comes the other tilatayla and even mustard oil. All these things will come next, next. The reason may be because of their thickness, sandrate, what we call it as. When compared to coconut oil, which is easily gets melted with the sunlight in the sun rays, 
so probably because the reason that we use them most time in coconut oil for the skin conditions as well as in aditya paka so this is like indications of sunscreen oil uh, like rightly you have explained whether the skin peels off even the case of dandruff uh some people also use it in the burns ichthyosis is another example where it is frequently used and some people also use it for after sulfur of mouth gingivitis atopic dermatitis moving on to the next this is about the uh, two types of rasayanas or anti aging practices one is where milk and ghee are used together and it is called as kshira grita abhyasa acharya uh, charaka in sutra sama 25 chapter explains kshira grita abhyaso rasayana so and so it, it means that of all the rasayana technique of all the uh, life expects life expectancy in, in, increasing and anti aging and rejuvenating practices uh, con, uh, consuming kshira and grita cow milk and cow ghee on a continuous basis on a daily basis abhyasa means to practice it uh, on a continuous basis for several days to years to uh, months to years is itself is a, probably the best rasayana technique and then in the same rasayana uh, rasayana chapter of chikitsasana uh, there is this champrash and there is this brahma rasayana and then there are the you know, four rasayana uh, media rasayanas explained acharya rasayana etc question to raghuram sir is that uh, you know if only milk and ghee are very good general rasayanas why we at all need champrash or which one to use where and uh, can champrash be the default generalized rasayana to everyone as it is marketed with lot of advertisements and all uh, or it is specific to the specific complaints for which it is indicated like it is explained in shwasakasa etc so going to chavanprash we have a wide range of uh, rasayanas only if we go through charaka itself it is enough four padas of uh, uh, this one uh, rasayana chapter we can see a wide range of rasayanas explained there uh see rasay what is rasayana if we can understand it is not something like a jam or some semi solid substance or something some liquid or a juice which can be consumed we have acharya rasayana also mentioned by our acharyas where our deeds daily activities the way we live the regimen of life the ethics of life how we present to ourselves and to the external world everything is calculated as rasayana so rasayanas are in the form of an object and non objective also that is one thing which we need to understand number 1 chavanprash is one among the rasayanas among the list of rasayanas so the question is if only milk and ghee are general rasayana is chavanprash overrated isn't it as important daily supplement there is no question of underrating or overrating every rasayana has its uh, a set of benefits which are mentioned in the palashruti right at the bottom of each and every rasayana in which conditions these rasayanas need to be used be it chavanprash or brahma rasayana or shilajitra rasayana palatak rasayana whatever it is there at the end there are some benefits which have been mentioned and also ayurveda gives us the yukti that is uh, the considering the case and also the considering the disease and also breaking it according to the uh, time period in which we are there and uh, trying to calculate if this rasayana really suits to cure that particular disease so it is always one on one and it is nothing generalized 
I would like to tell that Chavanpalash, like any other Rasayana, is not generalized with capital letters underlined, is not generalized. So we cannot find any Rasayana being mentioned as to be consumed throughout the life every day. We cannot find anyone telling that I'm taking Chavanpalash every day throughout my life and I'm happy about that. Why would you even do that? So there is no indication. So as per uh, the question, it uh, it only indicates that town pass is to be used as per its indications and cannot be universally generalized to everyone and cannot be continued forever. Absolutely correct. That last uh, part of the question is absolutely correct. It cannot be generalized. It cannot be uh, taken on a continuous basis. It is one to one only. So here the Vishesh Siddhanta is more. It is not a generalized a phenomenon it is a personalized phenomenon i see ayurveda moreover as a personalized phenomenon where we can calculate a person and the medicine whether this suits this particular condition at this particular time and this particular age or not and how long it needs to be given so when we see uh, kshira and grita yes they have been mentioned as uh, the nitya rasayanas and having said that there are also people in whom there is uh, unsuitability to milk and ghee Many people tell that when I take milk, it doesn't go well with me. If I don't take, uh, if I take ghee, it doesn't go good with me. So there are conditions there also. So probably, and we need to see where this Kshira and Gruta have been mentioned in the context of uh, Acharya Rasayana. So these Kshira, see, when we divide this Rasayana into categories, we have Kuti Praveshaka Rasayana, an isolated method where we allow the person to live in a chamber isolated chamber for certain number of days and take the Rasayana. Chavan Prash exactly fits into that type of Kuti Praveshaka Rasayana. To tap maximum benefits of Chavan Prash or any Rasayana, Kuti Pravesha will be the best method to take. Next comes the Vata Tapika Rasayana, that is plan B. If people cannot afford to go into the Kuti Praveshaka Rasayana because it is a very costly procedure and if they don't have time, if they don't have patience to be there and take the Rasayana, they can take it while continuing with the day-to-day -day activities. So that is called as Vata Tapika Rasayana. Being under the sun, being under the wind, being in your normal activities, you can take. Now the question may be, can we take Chavan Prash in Vata Tapika method also? Yes. Continuing your lifestyle, uh, everything, all the activities, you can still take uh, Chavan Prash. But the Chavan Prash taken in Vata Tapika method may not be as beneficial as taken in Kuti Praveshaka Vide. So that is, that is why it is plan B. Number three, there is a bridge between these two things. Achara Rasayana is such a thing where only two things which we can consume, that is milk and ghee has been mentioned and all the other things are our activities and the deeds which we do throughout our life. So what would be good? Good food choices, good uh, lifestyle management, an ethical way of living, good relationships, good mood, less stress, good sleep, having peace of mind. All these are Rasayanas itself. If we go through Achara Rasayana, how many of us follow that? If we can follow that very regularly, only for those people, probably this is another way of seeing Achara Rasayana. For the people who are following Achara Rasayana correctly, regularly, daily, living a saintly life, for those people, milk and ghee, especially if it is suitable, may become the best Rasayanas which can be taken throughout the life provided their system tolerates it and digests it. Otherwise, even for those people, it is not good enough. They can just follow the other ethical way of living their life and uh, just ignore those things. So I think uh, this is what I uh, wanted to tell. There is no question of uh, 
underrating or overrating all rasayanas that we need not speak about those words underrating or overrating at all uh, but when we say this will be contextual uses there there are some generalized principles specific principles and also bridge principles as i said as i already said kuti praveshaka vata tapika and uh, acharya rasayana where it uh, fits into so chavan plash is a good medicine as uh, per the last uh, statement made by the person who has given given this particular question that is absolutely right i agree it is one on one principle it is more personalized than generalized uh, thank you raghavan sir gura sir your inputs on this please see we need to understand uh, two important factors related with this acharya very clearly said where grita and kshira abhyasa rasayanana that the contact is from the 25th chapter sutrasthana charaka and it is very clearly where he is speaking about individual drugs individual drugs acting in which way so for that purpose we need to understand that these two are the best rasayanas when we come to understand what is rasayana is clearly it is mentioned in charaka one which is capable of doing all these activities like dirghamayu smriti medam arogyam tarunam vaya prabha prasado all these things the and then the last line they said labopayo hi shastanam rasadinam rasayanam so when a drug or a combination which could able to perform all these activities or many of these activities then that can be kept under the category of rasayana so in that generally what we are all uh, given a chance of uh, consuming those things the commonest were on the kshira and grita hence acharya says that very clearly those who are having a habit of consuming kshira and grita on a daily basis that itself give them a scope for rasayana purposes so that will enhance their rasayana activity in the body and when it comes to the yogas rasayana yogas like chavanaprasha brahma rasayana narasimha rasayana there are plenty of rasayana yogas are there these rasayana yogas by virtue of their combinations and the ingredients present inside definitely their scope becomes much wider and of course with all those rasayanas some indications and falashruti also explained and some indications have been quoted it is better to use these yogas in those conditions for example a person one who is having chronic cold uh, repeatedly he catches a very easily cold in that type of person or those patient they usually come across with lot of sinusitis issues or bronchitis issues and all in those them it is better chana prasha is the best one like that wherever the condition is suitable accordingly we need to give the drug of choice definitely these formulations have much more ingredients and definitely their activity wise and the role wise also it is comparatively wider whereas kshira and grita is a very popular and a very simple thing and which can be easily affordable by everyone and it is easily available also whereas many times some indicate uh, rasayana dravyas uh, combinations may not be easily available in the market so with all these uh, things the acharyas have un- uh, explained about these rasayana and vajikarana concepts so we need to understand and of course uh, rasayana effect is not only at the level of body it also includes the level of manas hence there is a medhi rasayana concept has been explained and there are many drugs which also supports the medhi rasayana and to support to that the best part is that one is achar rasayana many a times achar rasayana is trying to help the sattva of a person thereby he is able to do the good things and he try to avoid the 
um, one which is back to the body or even to the him or even to the society or his family. So that is the one thing which where we can make the people to be more sensible and responsible citizens. So that is the reason of uh, combining the Medhi Rasayanas and these concepts, Achar Rasayana and all those things. So definitely at the level of individual drug, Kshira and Grita are the best and they are very easily available and everybody, everybody can afford it. And whereas it comes to the yogas, Chavanapraja has a definitely a very good one. While Acharyas have explained plenty of its falashrutis, definitely accordingly we can use them in those conditions. Particularly where Rasayana, particularly Chavanapraja, in a respiratory type of illnesses, where a person is having a weak respiratory system, in him, Chavanapraja is the best. Uh, thank you, sir. So, uh, uh, why out of all ingredients, Acharya Charaka specifically picked up milk and ghee and told us, uh, you know, told us, you know, best of the Rasayanas. He has uh, explained a variety of things. There is oil and, you know, many other dietary ingredients, rice, uh, etc., grains and whatnot. Why do you think milk and ghee uh, are given much importance? I would rather say when milk is the one which is a total diet, except a few things, leaving those things like some um, uh, iron content or something like that is not present in that. Otherwise, it contains everything. Even ghee is also out of the same milk. It is a very typical uh, combination of uh, water soluble as well as lipid soluble in a coagulant fashion or some combined fashion or something like that in a suspended format or whatever it is. Uh, very, very, very easily we can get all those of type of materials which can be you know taken up by all the tissues of the body very easily so maybe they are very easily get accustomed to the different type of tissues and make the nutrition to that so because of that probably acharya has observed that and he might have used and said that shira and grita are the best uh, uh, when they say that it is shira grita bhyaso uh, rasayana nam it need not be milk and ghee together it, it can be milk and ghee separate, but used on a daily basis, right? Yes, it is, it is to be understood in that fashion only. Those who are having a habit of consuming grita as well as ghee in a daily basis. But we have also people in a tendency, we are seeing the people using in the entire northern India, we can come across that people using milk over that, putting malai or something like that, or even putting directly ghee onto that if it is a very common in Haryana. So very good practice that because Atmospheric condition is so supporting and inside Agni is also supporting, then we can consume these things, nothing will happen. Otherwise, we need to be checked on that. And uh, when a person has suffered with a chronic illness and is coming out of that illness with say Panchakarma and then Samsarjana Karma and then the Shaman Aushadas are given, the palliative medicines are given. When he is coming out of that illness and uh, you know, he is coming back to his normal life. There probably these herbal Rasayana medicines like Champrash, Shilajit, etc. things make more sense. Definitely, we need to understand that whenever there is some procedure has been, a person was ill for a long time and he has subjected for Shodhana therapy and all those things, the first priority should be correct his Agni, bring back the Agni first. Second thing is, we need to Maintain Vata very clearly. Adhavante Madhyecha Marutam Parirakshitaha. Very clearly said Acharyas. If you keep up the Maruta in a proper condition, because in our body, Maruta or the Vayu is the only one which has the capacity to move with containing Chalaguna. 
all others are pangu so if any material has to be transported to any other part that vata should be very proper in our body so in pra vata should be proper and vata will definitely helps even kindling the agni see agni has to become prajwala then vata needs to give support so that's the reason we need to improve the agni of a person and we need to maintain the vata of a person so in order to overcome that vata and all these things agni we need to use madhur rasadravyas which is snigdha in nature and supporting these conditions that's the reason whenever a person with a long prolonged illness are we recovered from the um, shodhana therapies must be given these priorities like improving the agni maintaining the vata then give the nourishments that nourishment will be carried to the places where it is required or very easily we can achieve the goal uh, thank you very much sir raghuram uh, sir do you have any points please yeah, so adding to these points i would like to add something from since we are speaking about uh, chavan prash uh going to the palashruti of chavantrash at last we can find rasayanasya asya naraha prayogat labate jirnopi kuti praveshat very clearly at the end of uh, uh, chavantrash it has been mentioned last but one line that uh, kuti praveshat word has been used that uh, chavantrash has to be taken uh, as first priority uh, in kuti praveshika vidhi so with uh, evolution we have come to the vata tapika method and uh, many companies coming with uh, uh, chavan prash and advertising it as a kid friendly or child friendly uh, recipe so it has been indiscriminately used but clearly for tapping good benefits it has been mentioned as kuti praveshat in the shloka itself and uh, number 2 out of all the benefits of chavan prash i would like to read out one line from charaka kshinakshatanam ruddanam balanam cha angavardanam see uh, we were speaking about the specific conditions in which uh, chavantrash needs to be used this is a beautiful quote here kshinakshatanam those people who have uh, lost their tissues due to some injuries or some trauma or something ruddanam in aging people balanam in children see the age group there so it has been mentioned as children and also the old age people in children there is the tissues are under the process of development in old age people the tissues are degenerating in both these conditions chavan prash has been specifically indicated like bal kshinakshatanam vruddanam balanam cha angavardhanam angavardhanam it helps in the developmental process of the body and restoration of the tissues where in children and also in old aged people so the extremities of ages has been mentioned such palashruti has not been given in any rasayanas so it can be used at extremes of ages so that is the limitation even in kids even in uh, uh, old age people we can uh, use but what is the benefit there restoration of tissues and preventing the tissue damage and also the uh, tissues from degenerating and allowing the tissues to grow in a proper way in the kids so when we see this uh, we get a question do other rasayanas also give the same benefit or is it only the chavan prash other rasayanas also because rasayanas uh, main uh, a uh, principle is itself to improvise the tissues balance the tissues and bring it to the normal say okay labopayo hi shastanam as guruja sir also said rasavinam rasayanam the rasavi datus will be enriched with their properties by using rasayana all rasayanas will do but when we come to the angavardhanam balanam changavardhanam and vrutanam in using in extremities of ages chavan prash i think will be the leading rasayana in comparison to the other rasayanas this is how we need to see 
all rasayanas may help in rejuvenation of tissues restoring the tissues balancing the tissues nourishing the tissues but at extremes of ages the chavanprash will be the best one to do this particular job so all rasayanas can do but specifically chavanprash is the best among the lot so when we read through all the rasayanas we will be able to figure out which is best in what so this is the categorization of rasayana when we do this and uh, mainly as i already said kuti pravesha it has been clearly indicated so kuti pravesha any rasayana taken will give the optimum results uh, rather than taking in a daily so while living in the daily day to day activities so these are the two points i wanted to add so going through the uh, chavan prash in detail will give a lot of ideas uh, thank you and thank you that and uh, uh, what are the extremes of ages bala and ruddha told what is the range of uh, age in which chavan prash can be advised usually where we can give phalaprashana or even to the annaprashana from that age onwards definitely we can join uh, a prasha so that means maybe from the age of one year onwards definitely join a prasha can be given in in that everything is like dose dependent and con- condition dependent i chavana prasha has been said that it should be taken in such a sense that it should replace your morning food if we are living in a such a era that um, agni is a quite challenging one and we cannot simply say that for the people to consume that and may not be able to digest that much quantity also so that's why we have shifted from that to 5 grams to 10 grams dosage one more point here sir uh, the ability of the child already the age group uh, uh, guruj sir mentioned right when the child is able to take the palas and other things we can give chan prash the ability of the child to swallow such medication even without being guided okay so that also should be uh, seen so because uh, many kids uh, many children so of particular even uh, one two years age group they uh, they cannot swallow the medicine properly people ha- uh, kids have problem uh, swallowing tablets even half a tablet swallowing it with water and all those things so, so suddenly if uh, the children are not comfortable it may choke in the throat so we need to monitor in the initial doses and see the ability of the child to swallow that particular medicine because it is in the form of a paste it can stick to the throat uh, we should see the comfort zone of the child so initially one two rejections we should probably wait and then reintroduce that medicine be chantrash or any other uh, rasayanas which are in the form of avaleha uh, thank you uh, raghuram sir so that uh, uh, with that we come to an end of this session uh, a words of gratitude and pranams to dr gurajasar and dr ragram sir namaste sir.